Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now at Chemist Warehouse, find a flam sore throat spray, 30 mil for only $18.99. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Taken down by Vai Tautiaho, takes up a familiar position at the back. Jacobson comes to drive him forward, I am over the line, it's a try! Fantastic performance in a world record to Jetless. 355-38, Ledecky gets the silver and Fairweather the bronze. Here's the delivery. Oh, there it is. Magnificent header just beyond the penalty oh. spot. Looping over an outstretched right hand of Correa. And off the bench and onto the score sheet. It's Cristiano Grelli. It might be her first touch. Oh, what an impact. The late, late show at Eden Park. Italy 1, Argentina 0. 87 minutes late. Yes, it's a big good morning. Great call. Great to hear Daniel McCarty and calling the, the SENZ Football World Cup. We wish it's all happening, lads. 30,000 last night at Eden Park watching it all unfold. And today they are back, Kempe. The football fans will be in Wellington taking on the Philippines. So we uh, look forward to that. It's 5.30 tonight. Hopefully the conditions suit. But if not, but mate, when you think back to last Thursday, we had so much pride for our football fans. They, you know, at home. They're running around at a sold-out Eden Park. It's the start of the World Cup. Our expectations were hope that we can go out there and perform. They did that. Now they've gone from being the hunter to the hunted. And tonight's game doesn't get any bigger than this. Win this. Top 16, here we come. Come on. Yeah, man. And and just think, I think the numbers last night uh, were three games at Eden Park. 110,000 people have piled in to do it. And I was watching that game between uh, Argentina and Italy last night and thinking, man, they got 30,000 people there watching those two teams play. 
You know, when you put it into perspective, the sport at the moment, the Warriors, 20,000 mad Warriors fans filling that stadium mm. up every home game. And yet at a World Cup game between two different countries in our backyard, we can fill it with 30,000 people. You know what I mean? It just puts everything back into perspective. Great game last night, Argentina and Italy. I thought Argentina were the better team for long periods of that game, and they just couldn't mm. get the job done, uh, especially late in that first half. The uh, the Italian goalkeeper was having put through the paces. It was six goals in a row she saved uh, before they came out in that uh, Dan, uh, Daniel McCarty on just saying on that um, – that commentary there, that girl that came on, I can't remember her name, but she'd been on for three and a half minutes. She's the oldest player in the Italian team. She's played over 100 caps, scored 53 goals for her country and scores the winner in that game against Argentina. Cristiana Ghirelli. Yeah. Oh, and you could see it on her face, mate. Like After the game, they were dancing with joy. So you're dead right. It's all about our, our, uh, our ladies tonight, whether they can get the job done against mm. the Philippines, you know, so much riding on it as far as going through to, through to the semis. Um, oh, look, I'm backing them. I'm backing them. I think, I think it, it is a spectacle, you know, like you, mm. when you, even when you're watching it, like the whole – I'll tell you what I have been impre- uh, impressed with is the refereeing, like mm. really clear. Yeah. Like that game last night was, a, was brutal. Off the ball plays, I think it was something like five yellow cards – um, and the referee just held her composure the, the, all the way through it. So, no, looking forward to that tonight. Izzy, I think everyone in New Zealand is looking forward to that. Beautiful, beautiful. We're looking forward to our show. I'll just run off who we got coming up before we rip into the topics. Uh, we've got Rebecca Rolls, uh, uh, dual international, white fern and football fern, and uh, we're going to have a chat to her about tonight's game. We've got Samasoni Tukiaho, obviously the hooker, for the All Blacks as they take on the Wallabies in the first Blitterslow Cup. Only two matches left before they head off to, to the north and take on the world and the world stage. And we've got Judd Flabble, Rams coach, who is part of that NBL triumph for the Canterbury Rams. First, first time in 31 years. So he's had a busy couple of days, is <laughs> Judd Flabble. Understandable, understandable. And uh, he's going to join us later on. But let's rip into this. The following is a triple threat match, and it is for the World Heavyweight Championship. All right, all right, let's rip straight into it, Kim Pete. Like we touched on it briefly at the start of the show, but we've already touched on it. Football fans, they are taking on the Philippines tonight. Philippines already had a loss 2 0 against the Swiss. Uh, the Swiss team, Switzerland, and they'll be excited for tonight's game up against the uh, football ferns who, like we spoke about before, I don't know, I don't know, is it me? Is it me? Am I a little bit nervous about this? Because you know the emotion that went through that first game. They're playing at home. It was a huge day, particularly in the Auckland region. There was so much going on in Auckland. There was even doubts whether this match was going to happen. So they had a lot to play for. They were the hunter. Now they're the hunted. They have, uh, you know, they put on a performance like that for 70 minutes. You know the energy that you have to exert in that performance. The, the star players, Ali Riley, the captain's knock. You got Hannah Wilkinson getting clear and properly scoring one of their goals, the best goals I've ever seen. Um, defensively, you got Rebecca Stotts at the back. You got CJ Bott doing great things. Like you've got 
a team that goes out there and has a performance like that, and then you flip the switch, and you're five days later, and you've got to do it all again to potentially create history for the All Whites. So, I don't know. I'm excited, but I'm a little bit nervous as well, Kempi. Yeah, and, and I, I think the whole country's nervous too, you know. Like, we've mm. talked about, I guess we haven't, um, it's not new ground we're breaking here because we went through it the same um, the same last year, didn't we? didn't we, when our ladies were playing in the Rugby World Cup and, you know, there was all that talk that they couldn't beat the English, they couldn't beat the fr- the French, and then they went on their run and all of a sudden the excitement built and they, they got through to the semis, the final, and, and won that game, you know? And, and wouldn't it be fantastic if they could get out there and do that? Uh, and for me, yesterday's football, it went to another level. Like when you look at it, the highlights, uh, it's like, yep, those teams that you, the Germanys, the Brazils, you know, the Italys, you watch the USA play. Like seriously, the USA, they are definitely the team to beat. Um, and then you throw our team in there. Mm. Our, you know, our ladies that are doing such a wonderful job in that first game against Norway. No one picked them. I think it was nine bucks for them to get a one, uh, a one nil win. And then now they go down to the Philippines and the and the coin and it's flipped. The the the, the script is flipped. They gotta win it because everyone's expecting it. So five days have they had enough to? Re- it's all about recovery. Like those poor ladies last night. I was thinking they're all going down with crap. I'm thinking, man, they're gonna get get themselves back up in a couple of days to go again. Uh, and I just, I, I think, no, this is what I seriously think about our our ladies. I reckon at home you get a little mm. bit more energy. Your recovery is a little bit easier, and then when you get out there the ball drops for you a lot better like it did. Like that goal, that first goal that Wilkinson scored was absolutely superb. So I'm picking that they roll on with it. I think I think like history is their destiny's been written. They're just gonna they're gonna take us through it tonight. I cannot wait. We're gonna see later on. They announced that they'll name that team an hour before the opener. There's been a lot of concerns only over Michaela Foster, whether she'll be available. She was a big part of the Phoenix women's team. She's at home in Wellington, and we'll have to wait and see to see them playing later on the day. Uh, I'm so excited. You spoke about the fanfare around the country. You had uh, Costa Rica taking on Spain in Wellington. The crowd at that was crazy. You had last night's 30,000 odd fans, you know, the opener 40,000, over in Australia they're selling 70,000, so this FIFA Women's World Cup is absolutely alive, and that is live tonight on SENZ you can catch that FIFA Women's World Cup, and I cannot wait, alright lads, let's tack a little bit right here, Double eight, double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine, we've already had a message come through for you Kempi and we'll get into that a bit later on but it's right, time to tack and talk a bit about the All Blacks because they are playing later on this weekend and it's a simple case, Kempi, and this is the chat I want to have with you. We are two games out. We have the coveted Bledisloe Cup that is up for grabs and, you know, we still have a fair bit of experimenting at our disposal right now. But how much experimenting do we need to see? Do we want to see? Are we happy with? You listen to these names that are potentially available for selection. We haven't seen them yet. You've got Anton Leonard-Brown. Where does he fit in the puzzle? Will he get a start? Obviously, get it coming back from that suspension after the final when he hit Dallas McLeod in the head. Samuel Whitelock. Who would have thought of the day Samuel Whitelock would be coming off the bench? 
you know, where does he fit? Yeah. Do you allow Scotty Barrett to start with Brody Rotillic in that combination, knowing that Scotty Barrett potentially can cover six if Shannon Frizzell isn't able to go the full 80? Or does Tupo Vai seem uh, slip into that position? Because with the way Scott Barrett's playing, you'd think that he'd have an opportunity to start. Leicester fighting a nuku. Haven't seen Leicester. Does he even go? Does he even go? You know, uh, Cam Roygaard, are you happy with the combination? Or the day, and I hate to say it, if Aaron Smith goes down at the World Cup, that Finlay Christie and Cameron Smith, uh, Cameron Roygaard, can take us through to win the World Cup. There's so much to debate, Kempi. There is, and you've got to have a look too at the uh, All Blacks 15 and their games up in Japan because those boys up there played really well too. Well, a number of, you know, um, Shooter Stevenson didn't play at all, play any football whatsoever. You do, at least the Fuanuku, apart from the finals, didn't hasn't played either. Um, mm. And you've got these boys being put back into the into the local comp again so that they can get some footy. Look, for me, I, I think there's there's that transitioning happening, is he? I think what we saw in the first two games against Argentina and mm. South Africa was Jace Ryan having his opportunity to pick a side that was going to go out there, especially in the forwards, and mix it. And I don't think he... He will he will mess too much with that All Black pack, mm. given that they went out there and they done that to a, a giant South African pack, which I'll come up against Fre- the, um, with the French and the English. So, when you're talking about uh, Scotty Barrett, he probably, you know, Sam Whitelock. How how good is it to have a Sam Whitelock come off the bench and close a game out? Because he mm. would know how to do that, you know. Sam Asuni, like, where does he play? We haven't seen him yet. You know, you saw Dane Coles. And, of course, Cody Taylor first up. And we haven't seen Samasoni and what he can play. But imagine him coming on in the last 20 minutes and destroying those tired legs. I, I just think that they've got a squad at the moment that um, has given us our faith back that they are they are and can go to the World Cup and compete. I don't see them now, and I, and I hope not, making too many changes so they can get some co- uh, continuity mm. into them. You know what I mean? Get a bit more... Uh, game time under them, build some build some combinations, get that kicking game going. There's a couple of spots that are up for grabs, I personally think. I think, who is our number 10? You know, when you look at Damien, DMAC played so well against the Argentinians, but Richie Mawonga had a game from the ages against the Springboks. Um, and of course, you know, when you're looking at that forward pack, is it Sam Whitelock? Does he come back in? You know, do, do you take that experience? I think those are really the two spots that, that, that are the contentious ones at the moment. If you have Scott Barrett and you have Sam Whitelock on the bench, you're, you're, you're praying or you're saying that Scott Barrett potentially, if Sam Whitelock comes on, can go over to the blind side and play six. You have to be able to cover a six position. That's what Tupo Vai is able to offer on the bench. He can cover lock and he can cover six when Shannon Frizzell goes off or... Also, so you need that utility factor. So right now, Jason Ryan has done a fantastic job. No one is guaranteed in that squad. He wants men that go out there and do their job that are tough as anything and and are just uncompromising. I think the biggest question in that team at the moment, Kempe, is we haven't seen Cam Roygaard. He hasn't been given an opportunity. We've seen Aaron Smith. We know what Aaron Smith can do. But he's playing 60 to 70 minutes, week in, week out. He's an old athlete. 
He's a very experienced, played over 100 tests. He would be competitive as anything to do that for you. But if he went down, and there was a simple case right now, when you've got Brad Webber over in Japan doing what he's been able to do and the experience he has not being there, and we've had to rely on a Finlay Christie and a Cam Royguard to potentially um, you know, be a part of that, that World Cup team. Well, if Aaron Smith gets injured, you know, you can bring people in and out, but potentially Cam Royguard and Finlay Christie. Would you be comfortable? No. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd take Brad Webber, 100%. Mm. You know, I think I think when you put it like that, you know, I think you, you answered the first question with with Sam Whitelock and and Scotty Barrett. You just switch them around. Scotty Barrett comes on and closes out, and he can play six and, and cover that utility role. Um, with the second one, if you lose, if you do lose um, Smith, and the and the thing with the All Blacks too is they've had experience at losing key players. You know, look at Beaver's Beaver got you know how he got called back another side. We were going through them like, you know. Tissue paper, yeah. all of our all of our tens. The same thing could happen to a nine. Look, I wouldn't be comfortable that uh, Finlay Christie was running our All Black team if we lost Aaron Smith early. You know, I think you need a, a solid head there around the around the uh, the base of the scrum. And look, Brad Webber's been our best halfback all year. You know, I was I was really surprised that he didn't get named in the team in the first instance. But when you look at him and the way that he played up in Japan. Mate, he'd be he'd be my second named halfback on that list taken mm. to the World Cup. Is there still time, Kimpy? Is there still time for Brad Weber to be a part of that World Cup? Like time is running out. We're only a couple of weeks out, and they name that squad, and they're out of here, and they're out of here. Lester Fyinganuku, he's off overseas. Is he going to be hard done by potentially because of that call? Or the simple fact, this is a great thing. The simple fact, we only have one genuine centre in that squad at the moment. Rico Iwani goes down. There is Braden Enor. They can play centre and wing. There is Lester Fyinganuku, who can play centre and wing. There is Caleb Clark, who can play wing. So if Rico is not a part of that team, who would you have? Lester. Braden Enor, Lester Fyinganuku. i got a feeling, Kimpy, that they're not going to take him. Like, I have a feeling. You got it. Well, and and why? Why? Because he signed to go up as a twenty-three year old. He signed to go up there and and look after himself and his family. Like, I think if you want to win a World Cup, you pick you pick the best team, don't you? You pick the mm-hmm. best team and the best players that can actually tear tear uh, defenses apart. Let's define Nuku. You know, if you had a centre, me and you were playing backyard footy, okay. Yeah, you remember that? Mm. <laughs> and all of our mates are there and Lester's over there. Man, you are arguing over who's having him in our team. First pick, Lester Fainuku. Why? Because he's yeah. going to tear you apart. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, th- I think, um, I think, yeah, they've got, some, they've got some real hard decisions to make. But for me, I would be taking Lester. Yeah, let us know, double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. We still haven't seen a hell of a lot of experienced players that have been there in the past, be a part of this all-black squad, particularly Sam Whitlock. Where does he fit into the puzzle? Anton Leonard-Brown, will he get an opportunity this weekend? Obviously, with the combination that has been forged at the moment with the all-blacks, you've got Geordie Barrett, you've got Rico Iwani, you had Braden Enor coming off the bench. Where does it all fit to the puzzle? Cam Roygaard, are we going to have an opportunity to see him? Big Super Rugby season, hasn't had a chance to wear the black jersey yet. Leicester-fying a nuku. We know what he did for the Crusaders. 
Is he still in the driver's seat ahead of Caleb Clark, or has Caleb Clark, who has had been, been given a couple of opportunities lately, got the nod in front of him? Plenty to debate as well. And the Football Ferns, they're live tonight here on SCNZ. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this winter.